the title of this episode is What the Cinema Has to Do with Your IELTS Speaking Test. Can you imagine, can you guess what the cinema has to do with your IELTS speaking test? If you don't have the foggiest idea, so I'd suggest you to stick here with me and find out. You're listening to Blimey Cast. For more information, check my Instagram profile, Blimey English. Hello again and welcome back to Blimey English. Today, I'm going to talk to you about something very special and something that can really take your abilities, your skills when taking the speaking part of the IELTS test to another level. I've been craving to do this video for a while and this is going to be another article that I've written and I'm going to read it through with you. But first, I need to say that this is, let me just say to you the title of the article and then you have the idea of it okay the title of this article is what the cinema has to do with your IELTS speaking tests can you imagine can you guess what the cinema has to do with your IELTS speaking test if you don't have the foggiest idea so I'd suggest you to stick here with me and find out so here's the thing I need to tell you something first. Whenever I think something is going to help you achieve band 7 or higher in the IELTS speaking test, I will talk to you about that. Whenever I think something is important for your results, not important for what I want, not important for what you think you'd like to receive, but some, whenever I feel something is important to the results you want, I'm going to talk to you about that. And this is one of the things that you should consider before taking your IELTS speaking test. Because, again, this can take your results to another level. So, whenever I say to you that uh, I need to talk about a specific thing, a specific topic, that is because that topic is important for you. For example, if you know that I've been doing speaking practice videos, I've been doing reading videos. That is because speaking practice and reading practice are important. They help you improve your abilities when taking the speaking part of the test, as well as all the other techniques I teach my students. Okay? So, all right, let's crack on with this one because I'm really, really chuffed. I'm excited about this one. Okay, let's start reading this article. So you probably are wondering what the cinema has to do with your IELTS speaking test, right? I will explain to you in a bit in the, le in the next lines. I just want to say first that this can help you score in three of your examiner's mark sheets criteria. I will repeat that for you. This is superb. This, this article is going to help you score better in three criteria that your examiner has on their mark sheets. The use of a variety of grammatical forms 
intonation and paraphrase. If you don't know, or if you didn't know, your examiner is looking at those things. They're looking at your abilities to use a variety of grammatical forms. They are looking at your ability to use intonation and to paraphrase. So let's kick off with this. The first one, the use of a grammatical uh, a variety of grammatical forms is related to grammatical range and accuracy, which is one of the big criterias. You know the four criterias, right? You know the four criterions. Fluency and coherence, lexical resource, grammatical range and accuracy, and pronunciation. So this first one, the use of a variety of grammatical forms, is related is one of the subtopics in grammatical range and accuracy, one of the criterions. The second one, intonation, relates to pronunciation, that or the major criterion, which is another one that your examiner is observing during your exam. Finally, the last one, paraphrase, relates to lexical resource, another one of the major criterions. If you've been to a theater or even watched films, you're quite likely to have experienced something that happens and makes you more interested in it, interested in the plot. The plot is the story of the film or the book, right? In what's going on there. That would be what they call in cinema, breaking the fourth wall. If you haven't heard of this, I will tell you what it means. Have you ever found yourself watching a movie and then one of the characters does something in the film like this? It turns right back to you, to the camera, and blinks, or what a terrible attempt of blinking, wasn't it? <laughs> so, if you ever watched the film and then you notice, you might have noticed that sometimes the character turns right back to the camera and either blinks at you or says a um, funny remark directly to you. Have you noticed that? Have you noticed that? That's what they call to break the fourth wall. Because imagine there are three walls in a theater, right? Or a movie. The two at each side, right? And the one at the back, right? And the one at the back. Now, they say that is a fourth wall, and that is an invisible one between the stage and the audience. Now, here's the thing. When an actor talks directly with the audience or interacts with them, they're breaking that fourth wall. And that makes the whole piece way more, far more attractive or interesting. Because now, the actors are closer to the audience. Imagine that I'm acting here and talking to other characters or someone else. And then, and this is a film, okay? And then what I do is, I'm talking to them and then I look at you and do something like this. Or say something funny just between us. See? That would be breaking the fourth wall because I'm building, I'm allowing a relation between us, right? Like a confidence bond, right? And why am I telling you this? 
because there are some ways for you to do the same during your IELTS speaking test and get closer to your examiner. Have you noticed? Have you imagined? Have you wondered that? So I don't don't mean literally closer to them, obviously, right? But I mean that you can make them notice some personal nuances or features of your level of English. And that is what can help you score, is what can help you score better in the IELTS test. If you want to find out how to do this and earn higher marks in the test, I strongly suggest you and advise you to stay here with me because that's what I'm going to teach you right now. How to break the fourth wall during the IELTS speaking test. Firstly, we need to understand how to break that fourth wall between you and your examiner. Then we can see some more examples of it. As an actor, to break the fourth wall needs to catch the audience's attention. You also need to do the same here, to catch your examiner's attention. And this, in this scenario, you're not only catching their attention, you're corresponding to things they are expecting. Remember those three topics, subtopics or subcriterions. That's it. Remember the use of a variety of grammatical forms, intonation and paraphrase. Now, to each of the alternatives I will give you, you'd be fulfilling one of those. To each of the examples, the alternatives I will give you of how to break the fourth wall in your IELTS speaking test, you would be fulfilling one of those criterions. Talking in all the tenses or using different intonation to talk or paraphrasing. The first effective way of doing that is explaining yourself. This is something that you can do even if you didn't say something wrong. You can explain yourself even if you didn't say something wrong. It's a way of enlarging your answer and attracting your examiner's attention. I will give you some examples of this. Imagine you're, imagine you're answering the part two question, right? You need to talk about a time, as an example here, you need to talk about a time someone didn't tell you the whole truth about something. You, are even, you might be even applying one of the techniques I teach, the context technique, and you're saying something like this. Last year, my girlfriend decided to prepare a surprise party for me on my birthday, and she wanted to do something great for me. That would be the general idea. Now, to break that fourth wall between you and your examiner, using this first way, explaining yourself, you can say this. Last year, my girlfriend decided to prepare a surprise party for me on my birthday, and she wanted to do something great for me. Well, at least she thought it would be great, but it ended up being a bit weird too. You see, I will repeat that for you. Last year, my girlfriend decided to prepare a surprise party for me on my birthday, and she wanted to do something great for me. Well, at least she thought it would be great, but it ended up being a bit weird. See what happened there? While you're talking, 
and conveying information to my examiner, I'm also explaining myself. And this shows that I'm able to make a mental process in English, that I'm really thinking in English. That's the whole point of this breaking the fourth wall technique, to highlight to your examiner details that they might not be aware of. Because one thing is, your examiner is prepared to analyze your level of English. But sometimes we are human beings. We are human beings. That's not a problem. That's not wrong to highlight to them some features of your speech, some good features of your speech. Because, okay, your examiner is there. Guess how many students, candidates, they're going to listen to in one day. Many, 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 many. Now, it, it starts getting... Uh, it starts being like an automatic process. Your examiner is there listening to you. He knows you're talking in English, but does he know you are thinking in English? That's the whole point of it. Does he know you're thinking in English? And that's why this technique I'm giving you now, breaking the fourth wall, helps you with. It helps you with showing, highlighting, demonstrating accentuating to your examiner that you are not only speaking English, but you are also thinking in English, okay? Now, one thing is to simply say something and tell a fact. Another thing is to add an extra layer of information on that with your own explanation, with your own impressions about that. Let's see another example of that, of breaking the fourth wall, explaining yourself. Imagine you are answering one question from part three, okay? You are even, as you know, part three um, has the most complex and abstract questions in the exam, right? Imagine you might be even using, you might be even using another one of the techniques I teach to help you perform better in that part of the test, the answer reasons technique. And you were talking about why some people prefer going to the cinema over watching films at home. That would be the question, right? Why, so, why do some people prefer going to the cinema over watching films at home? And you're talking about that. And then you say something like this. Uh, one thing people enjoy doing is to see inspiring things because da -da 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 -da. and then you can break that fourth wall here explaining yourself again like this one thing people enjoy doing is to see inspiring things well I think it's safe to assume that for all of us and this is because da -da 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 -da. see what happened let me repeat that for you Instead of just saying, one thing people enjoy doing is to see inspiring things because da -da 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 -da. Now, what you do is, one thing people enjoy doing is to see inspiring things. Well, I think it's safe to assume that for all of us because da -da 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 -da. See what happened. When you add an extra layer of information with your own opinion, it makes you closer to your examiner because it really looks like a conversation between friends, for example. You're talking, but also leaving your own opinions at a personal level. 
And that matters. That makes the difference. Let's see one more example of how to break the fourth wall explaining yourself. Now, imagine you are answering one question from part one, telling whether you like reading books or not. If you are one of my regular students or if you are one of the students that are going to start my online course, my online program that would be announced soon, pretty soon, I promise. It's going to be, I'm going to make it a very nice announcement for you, okay? Then you might be even be using another one of my techniques to help you give a better answer in this part, the focus detail technique. That is a technique for part one. And you're saying something like this. The question was, remember, do you like reading books or not? Then you might be answering like this. I'm really into reading books. I believe we always have something to learn and that knowledge doesn't take up space. So that would be your answer without this technique of breaking the fourth wall. But now what you can do with that technique is I'm really into reading books. I believe we always have something to learn and that knowledge doesn't take up space. Well, my friends say I read too much, but I'm okay with that. See, see, can, can you see the pattern here? The, the explanation taking place here. See how it breaks the fourth wall between us, between you and your interlocutor. Now, Let's see how you can do the same to break the fourth wall using another strategy, talking to yourself. The principle here is basically the same. When answering a question, you add an extra layer of information so that your answers stop being an answer and becomes a conversation with your examiner. Okay? Because remember, your examiner is a human being. He is susceptible to these things because this is a mental process. This is unconscious, right? That this establishment of relation between you and your interlocutor, between you and your examiner is an unconscious process. Your examiner are there listening to you. But if you do something like this unconsciously, you're going to build and establish a personal relation at, to some extent with them, right? So let's say that you're answering that same question in part two. Remember to describe a time when someone didn't tell you the whole truth about something. And you're, and you're there using the techniques for part two and so on. And you're saying, Last year, my girlfriend decided to prepare a surprise party for me on my birthday and she wanted to do something great for me. That would be the average um, answer. Now, if you want to break that fourth wall using the second alternative, which is talking to yourself, you can do this. Last year, my girlfriend decided to prepare a surprise party for me on my birthday. Was it a Friday or a Saturday? I guess it was a Friday. And she wanted to do something great for me. See? See the difference here? What happens here is that you are showing, almost rubbing in your examiner's face, that your brain thinks in English. 
you, you're almost rubbing in your examiner's face that your brain is thinking in English when you do something like this. Because you'd be there talking in English during your exam. But by doing this, you're also showing that your brain is fully English working on the backstage. That's what, that, that, that's the whole point of it, of this uh, technique. And I feel so excited about this because this can really, you need to practice this, of course, of course, knowledge is the key, but practicing is what opens the door. It will never be too much to say that to you, but you need to have this knowledge into your mind. Okay, let's take the same question. Let's see another example. And let's take the same question from part three here. You're talking about why some people prefer going to the cinema over watching films at home. You know the techniques to use here, but you want to add an extra layer of information to use a more wide grammatical range. Because in part three, we habitually don't talk about things in the past, right? But you can definitely do it if you are able to do so. Then you would say something like this, right? Remember the question? Why do some people prefer going to the cinema over watching films at home? And then you could say, without using this uh, breaking the fourth wall technique, you could say, I must... I myself, for instance, enjoy going to the cinema from time to time. The last film I saw at the cinema was Star Wars. Then, to break the fourth wall by talking to yourself, you can do something like this. I myself, for instance, enjoy going to the cinema from time to time. The last film I saw was... Oh, it's been a long time. Was, uh, was it Avengers? No, I don't think so. Was it Star Wars? Yes. I'd say that the last film was Star Wars. See? See the direct connection with your examiner becoming possible now, like in a conversation? Good. Let's go see another example. Let's see the application of this structure, talking to yourself, with one more question from part one. Let's take the same question, that same question, whether you like reading books or not, okay? If you are using the techniques I teach you, you are already presenting quite an accurate answer in the test. But if you're up to it, you can break the fourth wall here too. Let's assume you're saying something like this. I've always been fond of books, have always liked reading them. I can even mention that when I was eight years old, I read a book called The Obedience Drug and it changed the way I saw the world. I read it seven times. Then, to break that fourth wall, by talking to yourself, you can do this. I've always been fond of books, have always liked reading them. I can even mention that when I was eight years old, was it eight or nine? can't remember. When I was a kid then, I read a book called The Obedience Drug, and it changed the way I saw the world. I read it seven times. See what happens? See? That way, you also introduce new information to what you're saying. Finally, we've come to the last way of breaking the fourth wall. The last way of getting closer to your interlocutor only using your speech. And that would be paraphrasing. 
when you paraphrase, you say something that someone else said, but with different words. This is also another way to build your sentences during the test, and another way of breaking the fourth wall between you and your examiner as well. Let's see some examples of how to do that. We are going to take that same question from part two. Okay? Imagine you're talking about a time when someone didn't tell you the whole truth about something. And you're saying something like this. Last year, my girlfriend decided to prepare a surprise party for me on my birthday. And she wanted to do something great for me. Now, to break the fourth wall here with paraphrasing, you can say, Last year, my girlfriend decided to prepare a surprise party for me on my birthday, and she wanted to do something great for me, but she said she couldn't see me on that day. She called me and said, hey, something happened and I can't see you today. We need to leave it for another day. See what happened here? I mentioned what she said to me during the call, using my words, telling the story in my way. That's how you use paraphrase in your answer. You say something that someone else said, but with your own words. Now, let's see another example of this using that part three question. You're talking about why some people prefer going to the cinema over watching films at home. You know the techniques to use here, but you want to add that extra layer of information and paraphrase someone. Imagine you're saying this. However, watching films at home can also be a joyful and fun activity to do. I've got a friend who always brings the worst movies ever. Then, to break that fourth wall, using paraphrase here, you can say this. However, watching films at home can also be a joyful and fun activity to do. I've got a friend who always brings the worst movies ever. And then we end up watching them because he convinces us. He says, this one is going to be amazing. I promise, guys. See? I mentioned something that a friend always says with my words to create that connection, to break that fourth wall between me and my interlocutor, between you and your examiner. Let's see one more example using that part one question, whether you like reading books or not. Imagine you are saying something like this. Reading books is one of the activities I truly treasure in life because they can take us to higher levels of consciousness. I need to confess, though, I've got far more books than I've got room for them. Then, to break that fourth wall, using paraphrase, you can do this. Reading books is one of the activities I truly treasure in life because they can take us to a higher level, to higher levels of consciousness. I need to confess, though, I've got far more books than I've got room for them. My mom even says that I wind up sleeping on a stack of books in place of a bed. See, I will repeat that for you, that last one. Reading books is one of the activities I truly treasure in life because they can take us to a higher to higher levels of consciousness. I need to confess though, I've got far more books than I've got room for them. My mom even says that I will end up sleeping on a stack of books in place of a bed. See how 
paraphrase is used here, it looks like you're telling your examiner some extra unspecial information because you are creating that feeling that it's like a special place with a special information you're giving them. And that adds attitude and personality to your general presentation. Okay, we saw the three forms to break the fourth wall between you and your interlocutor, making your speech more personal and attractive, more gripping to your examiner. If something is gripping, something is catching your attention, right? I shall remind you that apart from that, you'd also be corresponding to three criterias they're looking for. The first one, for you to remember, the first one is whether you're using a variety of grammatical forms. This one, you saw, it's specially used when you're talking to yourself, because that oftentimes requires you to ask your questions inside the very answer. You are answering, but talking to yourself you're probably going to ask yourself something. Was it a Friday or a Saturday? You see? The second one is intonation. This one can be applied in each one of the situations because when you're breaking the fourth wall, you add extra information and use information to highlight it. Now, the third one is the use of paraphrase. This is especially used in that third case, when you say something that someone else said during the test using your own words. You're also fulfilling that criterion, paraphrasing. All right, all right, we've made it, we've made it. Now, you've got the skills to apply the same in your test and earn higher marks because of that. But again, remember, Knowledge is the key, but practicing is what opens the door. It, this, all of this, will have no use if you don't practice it, okay? I'm giving you the knowledge here, but you need to practice in order to apply this knowledge in a masterful way. Okay? If you liked this content, then please consider subscribing to my YouTube channel or following Blimey English on Instagram and Facebook. But if listening is your cup of tea, you can listen to the Blimey Cast, which is a podcast I've made to help those who cannot watch the videos and just listen to the audio of them. This is time for me to go now and I see you in the next videos. Cheers! You've listened to Blimey Cast. For more content, check the Instagram file Blimey English.